0: Sex Chat with Dr. Cat. Sex fact, not fiction.
1: Hi there, this is Sex Chat with Dr. Cat. I'm your host, Dr. Cat Banker, clinical sexologist and marriage and family therapist. And I'm here with my little cupcake of a man, Mr. Ross Martineau. Yay, lick the
0: frosting off my ass, Dr. Cat.
1: (laughs) Ooh, only only if you shave, dear, only if you shave. Uh, Oh,
0: (laughs) you know, my secret, I don't have to.
1: Oh, (laughs) baby's bottom, baby's bottom. What are we here to do today, Ross?
0: Well, besides getting ourselves all hot and buttered, we're here to answer all of your sex and relationship questions from each of our perspectives. And if you want us to answer your question, we will. You can call the Dr. Cat twenty-four hour a day, seven day a week listener line at 213-270-1968 or email us at sexchat at drcat.com.
1: That is right. You can support us by supporting our sponsors. Go to adamandeve.com and get fifty percent off only um, off off almost any item, <laughs> plus a free mystery gift and free shipping off your entire order when you use the Dr. Cat at checkout. That's D-R-K-A-T, the code for all those fabulous things in the checkout.
0: That's right. And for our gay men and their admirers, go on over to AdamMail.com where you will get the same dealio on over, I don't know, thousands and thousands of items on their amazing website. And um, to get that deal, just use the offer code Ross, R-O-S-S at
1: checkout. That is right. And I've got some saucy sex news here. I guess it's in the sauce, more like, or not in the so- sauce. <laughs> <laughs> sperm oh, yeah. studies, semen quality and quantity declining. Mounting evidence suggests.
0: <laughs> wow.
1: My my sperm
0: is dying. Um, yeah, it's interesting. You know, a couple of things. You know, they're saying that, it, you know, with the... The, the new use of cell phones and having cell phones in your pockets and all the fabulous Calvin Klein and two exists, you know, briefs that snuggle your balls up against the body so that your own body heat is possibly killing off your, um, yes. your sperm as well. Um, that, um, yeah, there's a, been a decline in sperm or how about this? I don't know if they even said it in here, you know, what if it's part of the natural order and it's just, you know, <laughs> from overpopulation, the, the you know, the, as a species, we're just self regulating. It's like, okay, it's time <laughs> to kill off some of these sperm here.
1: We'll pull back the reins. I think they wanted to allude to that a little bit in the beginning of the article, but they didn't because they're like, well, with the world population at 7 billion and rising, um, that, I mean, yeah, you never know. It might have totally to do with the fact that we're, we're, that we're self-regulating. That's, that's the deal. And the main thing is the, the upshot ha, ha, ha of the sperm decline <laughs> is, um, of course, babies are still being born. Hello. But there's no global shortage of babies. But in 30% of the cases of infertility, there is now a male factor. So, um, you can't always assume, obviously we knew this, that, you know, it's, it's the chicks issue. They're finding more and more, and especially with men over getting into their forties and fifties, um, that it's almost a 50, 50 split with, um, you know, I, I want to say who's responsible for the infertility, but you know what I mean? You got what right. I mean.
0: Well, after 50 at that point, unless, you know, you're probably happy to see the decline in the death of your sperm, you know, unless you're Kelsey Grammer and you're you know, <sighs> keep, like throwing your seat around from every Jesus, you know. <laughs> H, I
1: know. It's like, do we really want any more little Kelsey Grammers? I, I, I don't know that we do. <laughs> well, we have
0: one more. But anyway. That's right. I digress. So, okay, uh, boys. Yeah. So um, maybe you should bank it up now while you're in your 20s and 30s. Um, nice. Freeze some of that, freeze some of that spunk, and uh, revisit it when you're Hugh Hefner's age.
1: Right before you do all that damage to it with exactly. underwear and cell phones. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll be right back after this quick thirty second break from our sponsors, Advee. Hey there, are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com and get 50% off just about any item. That's 50% off adult toys, lubes, movies, or almost anything you desire. Plus, get a free extra gift, so sensual, we can't mention it here. And to top it all off, free shipping. And no, we're not teasing. Just type Dr. Kat for the offer code upon checkout. That's offer code D-R-K-A-T at adamandeve.com.
0: Our first question comes from Jerry. Jerry wants to rig something smaller. He said, "I would like to get a rabbit for my wife," and I'm—I don't think he's talking about the Easter bunny, furry, breathing kind. <laughs> she does not like large vibrators. Could you recommend a vibrator she might like that is on the small side? And you know, a similar question came up a, a couple of episodes ago, and I'm going to say the—I'm uh, going to say the same thing. In, in a perfect world, if I were to twitch my nose and be able to access a uh, a sex toy expert with the blink of an eye wait a minute i can it's
1: Dr. Cat. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'm, I'm at your service. Yes. And this is actually a really interesting question because he's right. The rabbit the rabbit toys, which are dual vibrators, right? They tend to have a clitoral action. They tend to have um, a vaginal action. And some of them even have kind of a vulval action all on the same toy. And they're shaped like little rabbits, little rabbit heads. And this goes back to – in Japan that they were looking for a benign kind of avatar um, to use for dildo shapes back in the day and that's how they came came about with it but the whole point is is that a lot of those vibes are definitely on the bigger side of things have you noticed
0: I have not I must say I'm I don't I don't own a rabbit I don't own a vulva or a clitoris <laughs> so <laughs> I haven't gravitated
1: towards the rabbit but I'll, I'll be <laughs> <laughs> Which there are there are male ways to use rabbits as well. You know you can turn it around, and use the little ears as as a, as a testicle tickler. Maybe we need to get you set up with one of those. I don't know. Right. <laughs> so you could try it out. But I do have a couple suggestions for kind of um, like lower impact, smaller version rabbit vibes um, to make a suggestion. So I'm gonna tell, hey, go go to AdamAndEve.com right now, and you can p- uh, put into their search engine. I suggest there are a couple of these. There is the Waskily Wabbit vibrator. Yes, it is ridiculously named. It's W-A-S-A-C A-C A L <laughs> L Y. But it's a little shorter stature, a little less, like, imposing than some of the other Rabbit Wives. Okay. Does it
0: come with a little hunting hat like Elmer Fudd?
1: (laughs) No, but it looks like a gumball machine on the inside, so that's kind of fun looking. (laughs) And then another really good one that I like is the mini stroker. Butterfly vibrator. So it's in it's in the title even. It's got a slightly smaller you know shaft base, the mini stroker butterfly vibrator. But it says butterfly, but there actually is a little rabbit on it. So go go figure that. Um, it's got a little rabbit looking head, but it's got, um, to me it still looks like the body, but with like little wings. A little little so interbreeding actually... going on there. <laughs> right. And if you want something that is a slightly different shape um, but can be used for G-spot and clitoral, there, and you want to go a little more expensive, like nicer, higher end, and this is going to last for a long time, there's the Lilo INA, I-N-A, pleasure object. And I've actually used this one, and it is fabulous it's like super sleek there's not much to it other than the vibrating parts it's small it's easy to to maneuver really if, you, if you're going to go for it and have a vibrator that you're going to have for a long time the L E L O I N A I N A pleasure object is the way to go
0: oh i was about to ask you i wondered like on the male side do they have the stitch vibrator so you can get <laughs> right lilo and stitch <laughs>
1: oh that's one of my favorite disney movies oh I've
0: you can, and now you can shove them in your body. As long as it doesn't cost you to have to get stitches,
1: okay. you're okay. You <laughs> okay, okay. Here's, here's our next question. It's from Kenny. Kenny didn't get any compassion. He says, hi, Dr. Cat. I read your article on the compassionate breakup. Oh, thank you very much. Which is on my website, by the way, drcat.com. And he says, when my wife left me, she did it exactly the way you said not to do it. She wasn't being totally honest with me because she didn't want to hurt me. But I never did find closure or exactly why she left me and now we don't speak to each other because it won't do any good. She isn't coming back. Can you please talk about how I was supposed to handle this? Since I am the receiver of the bad news, I just can't seem to move on. I'm going through all these emotions and stages of grief that surface after divorce. This is going to sound weird, but we, we have been divorced exactly one year ago today. It was supposed to be temporary due to some financial issues we were having. We moved into separate apartments down the hall from each other and I thought continued to be committed to each other. But in June, she made it clear that she had no intentions of remarrying me. I think this was her intention all along to gently leave me so as not to hurt me. It's a long story, but it's been a couple of months now and I feel like I've been truly um, destroyed. So, yeah, that is tough, Kenny. What do you think, Ross?
0: Well, I don't know. First, it is, okay, you're right, Kenny. It does sound weird to me that you've been divorced for one year. I'm not sure what you mean by it was supposed to be temporary. So she broke up with you. You divorced, but then you thought you were supposed to continue to be committed to each other. So I
1: have heard of this happening with the whole economy thing happening, people breaking up. So one person can assume the foreclosure issue. Okay. Doesn't have to. So I, I'm projecting onto this Kenny, but I have heard of it in that capacity.
0: All right. All right. So, you know, what can you do? It's like, I would say you actually, you know, in reference to our last question, you actually do get a furry breathing rabbit. You put it in a large pot of boiling <laughs> water. You set it on her stove and you wait for her to come home, Alex, because you will not be ignored. No, be right. <laughs> That's fatal attraction for anyone who right. might not know that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. I'm not a therapist. What do you think?
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, considering I'm a the therapist, but you know, Hey, we've all been broken up with, you know, this, and it sucks. It sucks being on that receiving end. Yes. I wrote this article about if you're the one to break up, you know, you're the breakup er, about how to do it compassionately and with integrity because you know, not all relationships are meant to stay on the test of time. Now, if you're someone who is being broken up with, and actually I think we did, um, one of our um, sex tips from Hawaii was about being broken up with, but maybe I should put that into writing that. Yeah. You're going to go through stages of healing. You're going to have to make peace with the fact that she wasn't upfront with you and you're going to have to regain that trust in yourself and in other people so that you can get back out there and date when you're, when you're ready. And Kenny, it doesn't sound exactly like you're ready. Usually for most people who are broken up with, I say, you know what? You need to spend some quality time with yourself and kind of care take yourself and be gentle with you and I know this is all gonna sound Oprah fuzzy feely but it's very it's very true it's like when you're wounded like that you need some time alone to kind of make sense of it and to get to know yourself again in the capacity that you know what you know you're a pretty awesome person and you can put yourself back out there when you're ready
0: yep and I would say also you know these things are coming to me now too is I, I would give I mean whatever, but like a 90 day moratorium that there zero contact with this woman because yeah. just, it, it's just, it, it's salt in the wound. You know I mean? Just as any sort of string. And I know Kenny, because you still have feelings and all of that, that you, you want the strings to be there, but you need to, you need to cut them, you know, and not to give false hope, but sometimes when you are the one to say, okay, if this is what you want, sometimes that 90 days, that other person goes, Oh, maybe this isn't what I want. But at the same time, it allows you like, no. just to, you know, move on and, 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 and as Kat says, it's alone time and kind of figure out how you're going to navigate your life moving forward without this person in your life.
1: It's true. And realizing you're totally valuable despite not being with that person. And when you're talking strings and maintaining strings in order to maintain relationships with people, look at your motives you know, I mean, if you're maintaining streams because you're just desperate to be around this person and it's feeding something within you, that is not healthy. You should definitely have, I think, a bit of a moratorium. Not that you can't eventually be friends, but I do always think a little bit of time needs to pass before most people can kind of, you know, make that a surmountable challenge, you know, yeah. to redefine their relationship.
0: And that's zero. I mean, it's like, and if you need to find a mutual friend, not that you're going to put them in the middle of it, but I mean, just zero contact, I would say, you know, nothing.
1: Yeah. And so. start fresh. Just start fresh, Kenny. Do it. Do it to it. So. Yep. Okay. And our featured product this week is the. I love the, the title. Don't you? And I like that it's yeah. Tiff, Tiffany Blue. It's called, it's Adam and Eve's Pin Up Girl Rocket Thruster. And that's P-I-N dash up girl rocket thruster.
0: So. That's right. It is Tiffany blue, which I love. And it almost um it almost looks like what am I trying to think? The thing with the multiple heads, you know, it's so it's um it's a rocket thruster. No, it's it's rocket it's rocket. like a little yeah, it's like a little flashlight thing and um and then you have different like little nubby head things that you can use to um
1: massage
0: your, your girl parts.
1: That's right. And and I actually think too, this is another one just like the rabbit vibe where if you're a guy and you happen across this, there are, I mean, it's a really great head vibrator. Like, you can get it right in underneath the frenulin with a little bit of lube. You can take it back, like, to the perineum. It's four inches. It's super small, and it's got the four different heads on it, so you can have different stimulation that way. It just uses two AA batteries, so, like, you know, there's no having to, like, do anything crazy there with the batteries. And it, it is is—it is designed for to be, you know, clit-focused, but the beauty of these, um, a lot of these pocket rocket styles, is the fact that you can really use them anywhere. You can even use them on pressure points. You know what I mean? So, Ooh, and
0: nipples and underarms. Yes, and,
1: the back yeah. Yeah, the, the back of the
0: knees. Yeah, exactly. I know what I was thinking at first. By the way, my first thought was it looks like a cake decorator.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh <my laughs> you know,
0: with all the little different designs.
1: It does. Um, even with the blue, it's like oh. Yeah, it kind of does look like that. You're right. (laughs) But it's for your
0: vagina, which is even better. So it's icing on the cake, as it were.
1: Oh, nice way to to tie it up. And you can find that at adamandeve.com, Pin Up Girl Rocket Thruster. I want to thank everybody for being here today.
0: That's right. And if you have questions, we have answers. You can email us at sexchat at drcat.com.
1: That's right. Or check out more at drcat.com. We've always got new projects. And follow me on Twitter. You can go to drcatsexchat and uh, follow my inane babblings at your leisure. So um, thanks, Ross. It was nice, nice seeing and listening to you today.
0: Likewise. Right back at you. Aloha, Dr. Cat.
1: Aloha.